Your whole front's covered, but your entire back is exposed, including your whole ass. I would cover the ass, but yes. <laughs> it's like just underwear in the back. I, I mean, that would be realis- so weird looking to see in real life. How would it attach? No, I mean, like realistically, strings? no, realistically, I just thought it would be like a low back, you know, like full body covered. So like, you know, like wedding dresses that are like high low, but like in the back, the- like your legs would be covered, like your legs would be covered, but it's just like your whole back. You're wearing sleeves, but it's like your whole back. I thought you were going to say like, um, like, you know, um, pegboards, how like it's like fully there, but there's lots of little holes. <gasps> that would be good. I thought you were going to say like Mesh. a full body but it's like mesh or it's like got tiny holes in it. It's like fishnet. So it doesn't look insane. Yeah, like fishnet, but like a little more covered. Mesh would be crazy. I like that idea. Yeah, it should be mesh. There's no rules. No rules. No rules. We can eat lasagna and go live. (laughs) Lasagna on live. Lasagna Lasagna on live. live. (laughs) Welcome to Five Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And we're doing the season. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I feel like I've gotten more animated in my body for zero reason because it's unhelpful to everybody listening. It's Maybe it adds a zhuzh. I don't know. Sorry, I forgot you were recording. <laughs> Josie's just going to roast me from a corner. It's Bye. fine. Anyway. It's, it's uh, the caffeine. Me and Claire tried to remember if we told you what we're doing this week and we couldn't. So... <laughs> I think we did, but also, I don't know. If you're just joining us for the first time this episode, our shtick this season is we're redoing prompts that we've done in previous seasons, but the other person is doing it. Yep. Does that make sense? We switched it sure. and reversed it. We switched it and reversed it. We, we, I don't think we got any of the really weird ones. Like, no, we, we didn't did. get John Green. No, there wasn't. <laughs> no, John Green was in there. Uh, he was in there, but he's not in this season. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't Spoilers. win. Spoilers. Yeah, John, John Green was not popular. Yeah, yeah when no, we sorry, did, John Green. When we did the... When we did the complex algorithm vote head to head. He yeah, did not come out head on to top. Head to uh, head final fantasy showdown. So this week was crossover, which uh, I like truly, I think the second episode is such a good encapsulation of this whole podcast because mm-hmm. it was a crossover between Supernatural. Supernatural and My Little Pony, Yes, which was just like, Gone man, with the Wendigo. We really hit it on the head that first one and then went down. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and we peaked. <laughs> and we peaked and then we went down and then we came back up at some point. So I was given crossover because Claire had lost crossover and I wanted to use crossover as an opportunity to like maybe dive into a fandom I don't know as well. Ooh. And we've been getting a lot of requests for My Hero Academia, oh. which as per usual, I found a fake and then I started watching My Hero Academia after <laughs> So I kind of know what's going on a little. <laughs> I've nice. watched like five episodes. Nice. It's a good show. It's on uh, Hulu if anyone wants to watch it. Dubbed and subbed. I'm a dubbed person, usually. Don't at me. <laughs> is it about you? It's something in my life. I can't read the whole time. It's not fun. It's anyway. true. It's when I'm like reading, I realize I'm like not like watching the cinematography. Right. Yeah. And like some anime has pretty standard animation, but some is like really especially beautiful and like yeah. live your life. Both choices are valid. Anyway, in My Hero Academia, do you know anything about My Hero Academia? No. That's fine. Okay. So it's about a superhero school, but the premise is a little different than you might expect. At some point in time, people started getting like a superpower. So it's Mm. not like everyone's like a superhero and has like lots of things. It's like some people have really grandiose powers, like will be... 50 feet tall and some will be like I can like move small objects with my mind and that's it oh (laughs) but it's like um I think it was specifically that um 80 percent of people have some kind of power but Mm -hmm. like where it falls on the spectrum of like usefulness really varies and then 20 percent of people don't have a power Mm. and so the main character in this one Midoriya does not have a superpower which in this world they're they're called quirks (laughs) 
he has no quirk. But he really wants to be a superhero, like so, so bad. <laughs> and eventually through like stuff happening, he slowly starts getting a power so he can go to the superhero school. Okay. So okay. My Hero Academia, it's like an academy for superheroes. But oh, okay. everyone's kind of a superhero, but also not. That's what's going on. <laughs> Okay, I will yeah. suspend disbelief. I will just really all you need to know it. is that it's a superhero kid school. They're all like high school-y. Oh yeah, age. so it's, it's like X Men. A little, it's like... a little X Men first classy, but like if way more people were Gambit, and <laughs> maybe Gambit didn't get into the school. Oh. So part of the the schooling is them creating their costumes. <gasps> crafts I think they design them I don't know if they make I haven't gotten oh, to this, I haven't gotten to this point in the show yet where they do this I've just seen some like seeing the characters and what their stuff ends up being and the costumes are supposed to like go along with their superpower because okay. obviously yep, yep. and so this crossover is with My Hero Academia and Edna Mode <gasps> oh my god <laughs> from The Incredibles <laughs> I was just thinking that I was like ah. when they have like that yes that montage that she or not montage but that scene where she's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Ex- like look I made all of these specific yes, to you like, yes. suits yes and so I, I one I love Edna Mode <laughs> oh god I, yeah I think it makes sense for her to be in pretty much any thing that yeah. has costumes or like design needs like she's just such a well fleshed out side character that you're yes. like I know exactly how to put this character in a situation where she's talking about costumes yes and it gets a little um I really liked how not necessarily meta, but like it brought in conversations about costumes that people have like through fan art and through Tumblr where it's like, why is this girl wearing high heels? If I was going to redesign this, I would make it practical for her superpower. Like that's sort of a dialogue. And so I like that that was also another element. So this fic is called Edna's Intervention. It's by an author called Rose Jennison on Mm -hmm. AO3. And I did get in touch with her. She did give us permission. She did not want to like say too much about her you know personal life I was like you can kind of tell us whatever and she's like I will not tell you that much but you should check out my that other means work that they're in the CIA <laughs> she's in the CIA I know it she is at no mode anyway I asked my all my questions like you know kind of how did you get started in reading or writing fan fiction or like kind of whatever and she said she first started reading Rise of the Guardians which is the I think is the Santa Claus Jack Frost is that Rise of the Guardians Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I wasn't sure. And the Easter Bunny. Because I read it quick in my brain. I said Guardians of the Galaxy in my brain. And I was like, that's, no, that's definitely not what I No, yeah. It's, the, it's like the Jack Frost, the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus. So that was her first kind of fanfic fandom. And then she started writing for Transformers. <laughs> Which what I like never really pivot. thought about as fanfiction. But now I'm really curious what's going on in the Transformers fanfiction universe. Robots kissing? Robots kissing! Robots like... <laughs> like Steven Universe style turning into like a Megazord robot. Yeah. <laughs> but like sexy. sexy. <laughs> Stupid. Turns out when they merge bodies uh, to create a larger body, it's um, actually very erotic. Sexual. Okay. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> that is that is Rose. Thank you, Rose, for letting us read your adorable fanfic and getting me started uh, into My Hero Academia because I was a little too intimidated to start watching it. And now I feel a little bit better. Oh, and a drink. So this is like a Mandela effect. I was pretty sure Edna Mode at some point like carried like a martini or something. And I could not find confirmation. She just seems like someone who would hold martinis. But I think I just incepted that idea into my brain. Or was she smoking a, like a long I cigarette? Think she, I think she might have been smoking a long cigarette. And like in my brain, those are like, they have similar yeah, vibes. Uh, yeah, they have similar vibes. So I kind of looked up martini stuff, uh, but then I found out that was not actually true. So this is something I found and it is called... It's basically a gin fizz, but I'm calling it either an Edna fizz or a no capes. <laughs> I do love no capes. Yes, it is gin, blackberry syrup, 
lemon juice and uh, you can use an egg white or aquafaba. I used aquafaba because that's what I do. So that's Fair. basically, it's a fancy, fancy tuna fist. <laughs> it's cute. Ooh. 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 Mm. That blackberry syrup. The gin. If you are a fancier human than me, the the truest thing you're supposed to do is do like a lavender blackberry syrup, but I couldn't find like lavender. I thought I had some in my yard and I didn't. So I was like, well, all right, I guess no lavender for me. Because in The Incredibles 2, there's a there's a, a blackberry lavender foam that you spray to like stop, I think, fires. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I think it, yeah, it's, yeah oh, it's for Jack-Jack because it's like edible. Yes, 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 yes. So that's why it's blackberry lavender. It's good though. That's funny. Yum. Okay. So this is Edna's intervention. As per always, if I say some names wrong, I'm sorry. I am trying <laughs> my best. This is just how my voice is. It says things wrong. I well, and like even like I was like really listening during the show, which not all I'm I haven't met all these characters yet, but I was really trying to like seal in my brain how to say the words and I simply that's uh, not part of my I, that is the opposite of my quirk. <laughs> Something I cannot do is say words right. My human quirk is that it's like I, a literal quirk yeah. in the bad way. <laughs> yeah. We all we all know I famously said Henry Cavill for like And you love him. And I love him. <laughs> and now I have every to say t- it. Every time he said he was like I'm Henry Cavill and I was like, oh right, right. Nope. And, I, and I was like what? Cavill. That can't be right. <laughs> He's saying his own name wrong. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so if I say some of these names, I'm sorry. What we have on the docket today are hero costume evaluations. Was the first thing, uh, as, mm, I'm already, I'm already fucked. <laughs> Aizawa, I think is how it is pronounced. Aizawa said in homeroom. He held up his hand to silence the students as several had already opened their mouths to ask what those were. We let each student design their own costumes at the start of the year. This is done because the school feels it is important for every student to have a say in their costume's design, as both a form of expression and a way to enhance the use of your quirks. However, not everyone comes up with a design that makes efficient use of their quirk or is even safe. So near the end of the year, we have a consultant come in and evaluate each student's costumes. Most of her suggestions will be optional, but any concerning safety will be officially looked into. Sir, if I may ask, why was this not done at the start of the year before they were made? Ida asked, raising his hand sharply. Uh, Aizawa gave him a flat look. Not every problem is immediately obvious just based off of design. We give it a year so you can see potential problems yourself and bring them up with the consultant. Mm, so like learning. they've been flopping around with kind of homemade costumes through a year. <laughs> just getting your cape stuck on stuff. Yeah, no. exactly. Being like, oh, there's a huge hole in my costume that just keeps uh, falling open. off yeah. or snapping open. <laughs> exactly. Ah, of course. A wise policy, Ida said. Taking a seat. He's kind of like a, I need to have everything right kind of a guy. Same. <laughs> the same idea. Yeah. <laughs> Momo raised her hand next. Sensei, may I ask how these evaluations will proceed? Your current costume designs have already been sent to her. We also include reports on any costume malfunctions that were noticed during training exercises. Not a word, Miyanata. Miyanata's face turned red and he closed his mouth. For some students, the consultant will speak to them privately, but otherwise she gives a general talk and allows students to ask questions about her evaluations. Before anyone could ask further questions, voices were heard coming from the hallway. Miss Mode, this costume has been working perfectly well for me for several years, came Midnight's voice, somewhat indignant. That's what you think. Just because something works does not mean it can't be improved upon, darling. An easily voice that. replied. Right? Like being like, okay, I'm going to keep the same. I don't know how. I think they're like 14, 15. Being like, I'm going to wear the same costume I wore when I was 14. Like, no, no 17-year-old would be like, I was great. This is perfect. Remember when I had straight across bangs? Great idea for me. Great idea. I'm Remember s- when I was 14 and was like, I want a cat suit. <laughs> and you were like, I don't want a cat suit. <laughs> it's a little tight. I'm going to sharpen my fingernails into nails. It, into nails. And I wanted a two foot cat tail to really dramatic. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, no, it keeps getting stuck on stuff. Anyway. 
The door opened to reveal Midnight in her hero outfit, looking less than pleased. She escorted a very short woman with round glasses and dark hair into the room. The woman was toting a briefcase that was nearly as big as she was. Really, Midnight. I know you insist on having your boobies on display, but there are always ways to show them off without risking exposing yourself on camera. The material you have there is so thin. I know it's for your quirk, but that's really only needed on your limbs and such. And you could do so much better to protect yourself. Have you ever heard of a tactical corset? I've designed several, so I'll send you the images and have a look-see, okay? Very good. (laughs) The class was almost immediately reminded of Midoriya, since that spiel honestly sounded like a more coherent version of his mutterings. Midoriya himself was staring at the consultant with blatant excitement. Ms. Mode, we're here, Midnight reminded. The small woman turned to the class. Ah, yes, of course, the little heroes. She turned to the front desk. And the hero in the hobo suit? Scoot your sloppily dressed self over, Mr. Eraserhead. <laughs> Mr. Eraserhead is uh, the teacher. I, <laughs> it's, a, it's kind of a bad name. <laughs> but he like. That's like his actual superhero name. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah no, his, real, his hero name is Eraserhead. He has some, of, he, he can erase your quirk for a short amount of time. <gasps> but oh, like okay. Eraserhead is really funny. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like he just has like one of those pencil toppers on his head yes. at all times. Or I was also thinking like he had... Um, like a dry erase marker, like haircut. Ooh, <laughs> like like the pointy kind. Yes. <laughs> or the or uh, you know, uh, where they'll have like a disc at the end of a dry eraser. Yes, it's, it's just it's, like it's, a flat circle. It's yeah, it's like a a flat top haircut, but yeah. it's like dry erase. No, I know, and I I knew his name was Eraserhead before I watched the show, so I was kind of expecting him to have like a like yeah like a buzz cut. No, mm-hmm. it's he's like he looks like a hipster. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe the word Eraserhead is like a better pun in Japanese or something. Yeah, know. maybe it's just a translation. Someone error. email me. I'll read it. Several students in class snickered while Eraserhead rolled his eyes and grumbled that his name was Aizawa. Yet he moved out from behind the desk all the same. The small woman hopped up into the chair behind the desk and then onto the desk itself. <laughs> Hello. Good to meet you all. I'm Edna Mode, and I will be conducting your costume evaluations. I hear you're a promising group, so we can't have anything holding you back. Yes? I've given all of your outfits a once-over already and wrote some tips for each of you. At this, she placed the briefcase onto the table and opened it up. You will peruse them while I do some interviews in the conference room down the hall. The students I need are... She flipped through a few pieces of paper until she came up with a notepad. She studied it for a minute before calling out, Minata, Ayama, and Yao... Oh, Yao Yorozu. Come down to the conference room down the hall when you're ready, and one at a time, please. Okay, (laughs) bye-bye. With that, she hopped down from the desk and strutted out the door. Just... (laughs) She has to stand on the desk because she's so smart. Yes. She, she a shawty. Funny every time. As much as someone with such small legs could strut away. When she was gone, midnight sighed, and she and Aizawa started handing out papers to the class. That's Edna Mode. The Edna Mode! Midoriya gushed to the class. Do you know how many pro-hero costumes she's designed? Her designs are the leading standard in America and Europe, and she even designed All Might's... All Might is more or less Captain America. Like, nice. Super strong. Pro... So, okay. Pro-hero is, like, someone who is a professional hero. They save people from... People who are using their quirks to be yeah. villains. But oh, sure. Just because you have a quirk doesn't mean you're a pro-hero. Oh, okay. So, it's like, a lot of people have potential... But not everyone, like, makes it to the NFL, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Midori is the main character, so he's, like, always really excited about, like, being a part of this life. <laughs> I want to be, I can't wait until I play in the league. I want to be where the people are. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, she even designed All Might's more recent costumes. I can't believe we really get to meet her and get her advice. I have so many questions. Now that you mention it, that name does sound familiar. Hagakuri mused. I'm pretty sure the person who made my costume made a note about how the material for my costume was made by her. 
Seriously, that's so cool. I got to ask how she crafted a fabric that disappears along with the wear. You think it's the same for every pro that has invisibility or does she have to alter it for every person? Or maybe shut up and read, Deku. Bakugo growled at him, already flipping through his own evaluation. Minato was the first to enter the conference room. Edna Mode was already seated at the table, going over the notepad she'd pulled from her briefcase. She turned her head toward him when he sat down and looked him up and down. Which one are you then? She asked. Minata Minoru, ma'am. Ah, yes. I have only one question for you. She put a drawing of Minata's costume on the table between them. What in the world were you thinking? Huh? <laughs> Minata looked at the drawing in confusion and back up at Edna Mode. What do you mean? It's what all, do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> it's all fringe. It's just like nothing but hazard. She grabbed the drawing and waved it in front of his face. I know. I like that you that we don't really know what these costumes look like because then you can learn like why she's mad yes. in real time. What do you mean? What do you mean? She grabbed the drawing and waved it in front of his face, leaning as far as she could towards him. Have you looked at this design? Have you looked at yourself while wearing it? You look like you're wearing a diaper. <laughs> I've seen underwear on the outside coloring, designed some myself even, but this is too much, boy. Too much. How do you expect any agency to take you seriously in this, this get up? I, you're already small. You want people to look at you and see a baby, do you? Yes. <laughs> she slapped the drawing down. <laughs> well, I guess I was thinking about how girls like babies. Because they're cute. And a lot of them cuddle cute things up to their, uh... That doesn't sound very hero -like. What? Remember, this is like 15-year-old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? You design the suit that your life may depend on and you base it around your want for boobies? No, this is unacceptable. I will submit designs for an alternate costume for you to wear. But, no buts. You cannot be seen in this. I won't allow it. <laughs> Yeah. At first I was like, oh, he intentionally, I thought it would be like an incidentally, it looks like a diaper. No, he was like, no, I intentionally made it look like a diaper. Because, yeah. And like the once you, it's that thing of like, once you say the logic out loud, it doesn't make any sense. But he's like, yeah, well, babies get to see boobs. So like, yeah, that's I fine. I want to see boobs. Or he designed it and then realized he looked like a baby diaper baby and was like, you know what? Maybe I'm into this. Yes. And. Yes. And to this baby uh, <laughs> idea. Minato opened his mouth to try and argue again, but the hard look Edna gave him made him pull up short. Uh, is there anything that you liked about it? He asked in a small, desperate voice. No. Edna finally leaned back into her chair, regaining her brusque, brusque? brusque, brusque attitude. You did choose a good color scheme, and it works well with your quirk. Your gloves and boots look like they could easily come off, though, so not good for active hero work. Your scarf is a bit too long as well. Scarf? I know. It's a... That's like a baby cape. <laughs> He's a baby with a baby cape. Uh, your scarf is too long and it'll too easily get caught on things. I'll resize them and give you a utility belt to replace your diaper. It will be thinner so you can actually get into small spaces, put your size to good use. Much work to do on your costume. Yes? Any questions? Minata, honestly a little scared of Edna after that outburst, told her everything was fine and quickly excused himself. <laughs> Miss Mode made a note about my shoulder pads in here, Kirishima said to Kaminari. She says that if the design is tweaked, then they shouldn't cut into my underarms so much. I'm glad she pointed that out because that was kind of annoying. But I figured it wouldn't be manly to complain. The support company was following my design after all. I kind of wondered what that was when I saw your costume for the first time, Kiminara admitted. She goes on a bit about mine looking so casual and how I should decide if that's the feel I want to give off. I'm wearing cargo shorts as my outfit. Which, like, yeah, that's and, like that's what I appreciated about this because, like, it brought me back to, like, um, like we had to take, like, costume design and, like, all these other theater things. And they're like, well, like, no costume is bad just by itself. But, like, you have to think about, is this what you want to say? Yeah. <laughs> when you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you want it to look casual? Because it does. You do want that? Okay. Okay. It's like, these are questions, yeah, 14-year-olds probably wouldn't think about when they're being like, I'm going to be a superhero. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you want it to look like you were wearing cargo shorts? Yeah. Oh, 
Okay, you did it right. Maybe not super functional. It looks like you're wearing an all fringe jacket and cargo shorts. Was <laughs> like that you're your nothing but hair? Is that your intention? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the swamp beast. I am a swamp beast. Well, it's getting in the way of your training, so let's maybe uh, rework cut just the, a couple of parts. Yeah, maybe cut out some of the fringe. <laughs> Then she says that if I do decide to keep the style, I should make a logo or a symbol to go on the back of the jacket. Something people can connect to me. She said pretty much the same thing about my costume, Jiro said, just walking up. Well, that and some stuff about adding some small speakers to my jacket lining. Gotta admit, a closer plug-in would have been nice during the USJ. They're just talking, they're talking about tests they've had to take. Oh, sure. Kaminara nodded vigorously and Kirishima smiled excitedly. Dude, we should brainstorm logos for you guys. Should be too hard with Kaminari. I mean, he practically has a symbol built in. Jiro said, tugging on the part of Kaminara's hair that had the black bolt pattern. He swatted her hand away, but did so with a grin. You basically do too. Your hero name is Earphone Jack, so you could have tangled earbud wires. People would know you right away. Hey! Any further teasing was cut by Minata practically running into the room. He went to a seat and sat down without looking at anyone. <laughs> um, are you okay, Minata? What did Miss Mode say? Midoriya said. Minata mumbled something about her giving him some aesthetic advice, then buried his head in a book. The baby diaper? Yeah, the baby diaper boy. <laughs> Several of his classmates looked at each other in confusion. I would love to hear what you think about my costume, mademoiselle. Is it dazzling, is it not? Ayam asked, sitting languidly in his chair. Dazzling, yes, that is a good word for it. Not every pro I've met can pull off all that style. But for you it works, Edna said, tapping her chin with the eraser of her pencil. Ayama smiled brightly at her, relishing the praise. You are going for a princely theme, Yes. Well, I was really going for anything that would make me shine on the battlefield, and a sparkling print seemed to fit the bill, does it not? <laughs> I just thought if I was like a bedazzled hero, that would just, my vibe is just eye-catching. Yeah, if you, I was going to say, if you could describe Ayama's personality, it would be bedazzled. <laughs> not dazzling. Just bedazzled. bedazzled. Wow, that's almost an insult. In that, like, he is who he is. It's like it seems like one of those like backhanded insult you might get in like the South, where they're like, "Oh, honey, you're you have a bedazzled personality, not so much." Bless your heart, you're so dazzling. We're like, I wouldn't call you dazzling, darling. I might call you bedazzled. They're like, what does that mean? And you think about it for the rest of your life. Yeah. (laughs) And a sparkling print seemed to fit the bill, does it not? Indeed, but perhaps you focus on the sparkling part a bit too much. What do you mean? How can you have too much sparkle? Ayama said, sounding aghast. How will you ever lurk anywhere? <laughs> well, that's you. As you're like... He doesn't want to lurk. <laughs> throwing out, like, disco ball, like... I think his... I can't remember, quite remember because I've only seen him a couple times, but his quirk is something about, like, shooting sparkle out of his belly button. And, like, it's... That is a quirk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. What? Don't worry about it. I, that's like mostly wrong, but like that's what I remember. Of it him. makes context in the show. Yeah, it totally makes sense in the show. <laughs> sure. That would be alarming. If one day I woke up and I was like shooting sparks out of my belly button, I would be like, hmm. Yeah. I don't know how to harness this. Well, power, like most, but I will. It's, uh, it's like roughly in like kindergarten when kids start start feeling yeah. their quirks, and so imagine just like a five year old boy just being like, <laughs> like spraying glitter Wee! everywhere. Yeah, just like shooting glitter everywhere. Wild. <laughs> How can you have too much sparkle, Ayama said, sounding aghast. Edna gave him a small, amused smile. I had a feeling you might say that, but think of it like this. You want to show off how much you shine, yes? So you picked out things that would make you shine from all angles, but you didn't coordinate them with each other. So instead of a twinkling star, you end up as an annoying light in all of our faces. (laughs) Oh, oh dear. Is that really how it turned out? Ayama said. Yes, my darling. Now beginning to fiddle with his belt (laughs) self-consciously. Oh. I would not say it is garish, but some of the pieces do not complement each other, Edna assured. She tapped her finger to a drawing of Ayama's accessories. Take your glasses, for instance. Decent eye protection, but one does not picture a prince wearing such things. 
I could keep the piece itself, but design it so that it looks more like a circlet or perhaps a small crown. Oh, I see. I almost right back to smiling. All the same sparkle of my glasses, but more befitting of a prince. You are truly wonderful, Miss Mode. <laughs> he just like is like putting on like shades and like doesn't make any sense. He's trying too hard. He's trying. Yeah, he's just like all the fancy things for me. All at the same time. <laughs> if I put on every fancy thing, then yes. I will be the fanciest. He didn't hear that advice of take off three accessories or whatever it is. Take before. off your last accessory. Is that what it is? Yes. Coco Chanel. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, I know. She said with a dismissive wave. Having them go around the head will also keep them in place. A good quality for battle eyewear. But now we must get to the heart of the matter. This accessory, she said, now tapping on the diagram of his sparkling cape. Uh-oh. Oh, no, okay. Ah, yes. I really think the, dis- the support department found a good fabric for, you must get rid of it, Edna interrupted. Her voice was firm, brooking no argument. But Ayama argued anyway. What? You, you want me to get rid of my beautiful glittering cape? I shan't. Why would I do such a thing? I shan't. I shan't. I won't. Have you ever heard of a pro hero called Thunderhead? Oh, <laughs> no. Asked. He got sucked into a jet, didn't he? Yeah, voice deceptively mild. Yeah, the, the heroes from The Incredibles are canon heroes in this fan fiction as well. So it's a real, it's a true crossover. I can't say I have, Ayama replied hesitantly, a bit thrown by the sudden topic change. What about Stratagal, Meta Man, Dynagai, or Splashdown? She dead, pressed dead, further, dead, putting dead. her elbows on the table and leaning toward Ayama. He leaned back a bit. I haven't heard of any of them. Well, you might have if they hadn't worn capes, Edna shouted, suddenly standing up in her chair. She grabbed something from her briefcase and threw it down in front of Ayama. The thing turned out to be a sheet of photos, each one showing a pro in uniform. Thunderhead, killed when his cape snagged on a missile. Strata girl, killed when her cape sucked into a jet turbine. Meta man, neck broken when his cape caught while stopping a falling express elevator. Dana guy, paralyzed after his cape snapped on takeoff. Slash down, drowned when his cape got sucked into a water vortex. Yikes, 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 yikes. Really a compelling argument to not ever wear a cape. You do need them to have those breakaway snaps. That comes up. <gasps> you're like, you're, it's like you were on Tumblr. <laughs> it's like I was on Tumblr. In the same way that we are nerds and we overanalyze everything and all we want to do is talk about how bending can work on bodily fluids, go to the Patreon. It'll make sense. People on Tumblr, especially with costumes, because it's like, it's probably one of the oldest arguments is like, why is this costume like this? The answer is probably sexism in the real world. Or the made-up world, I guess, also is possible. But what would it look like to actually have this costume in our real world? And I feel like that's been going on since, like, Star Trek fandom. Like, that's yeah. been going on forever. Like, Wonder Woman is in a... Oh, true? Like, a strapless corset unitard. Terrible. Meanwhile, functionality. men are covered from toe to fingertip. Like, only their neck up is showing. Mm-hmm. With each declaration, Edna jabbed her finger at the photo of the person she was talking about, and Ayama's face grew paler with each description. That could be you, dead. Each of them cut down in their prime because of their hero costume not being optimally designed. She leveled a hard look at Ayama and finally jabbed her finger at him. No capes. Ayama was quiet for a long moment, looking back and forth between Edna Mode and the photos of the fallen heroes. Finally, he nodded. I understand. Very good, Edna said, sitting down. Good to see you have some sense. Now, I've made several notes on ways you can make yourself shine without endangering yourself. Please read over them carefully back in the classroom, she said, handing him a packet. And don't forget to send Miss Yurozu in on your way out. She wants me to give up my cape, my beautiful glittering cape. It's not fair. I you will die the with the cape. You will be dead with that cape. Dramatically flopping into his seat, Midoriya put his hand on his chin. Now that I think about it, once Edna Mode started designing All Might's hero costumes, they never involved capes again. I suppose now we know why. I know it's a risk. She made that crystal clear, Ayama said, straightening up. But I wish there was a way to keep it. It catches sunlight so perfectly. <laughs> Did you ask her about a breakaway cape? Midoriya asked. A what? A breakaway cape. 
you know, how like cats need breakaway collars because they get stuck on things. <laughs> Children need them too. <laughs> they get stuck on stuff. <laughs> like it's a better idea, but it's very funny because like breakaway, I only think of cat collars and how no. they're so stupid. Yes. A breakaway cape, like a cape that's fastened on in a way that it would let it stay on normally, but would come off if it got tugged on too much. That might take care of the safety issue. That is brilliant, Midoriya. Absolutely stunning. I'll be sure to ask her when she comes back. Don't forget to read over the packet in the meantime. It'll show her that you're serious instead of just looking for a loophole. Well, Midoriya I just want my cape. I just want a cape. And uh, Ayoma talked. Several other students exchanged worried glances and wondered what Yao Yorozu was going to be like when she came back. You have a good sense of fashion, darling, but it is more fitting of a swimsuit than a pro hero, Edna said, looking at Yayorozu over the top of her notepad. She nodded. I can see why you would say that, ma'am. I'm aware of the drawbacks of my costume, but I was uncertain of how else to expose enough skin to create large objects. So her quirk is that she can, again, I haven't gotten to this part in the series, but um, she like creates stuff out of her skin. So Wild. she needs to have a revealing costume See, that, that shows least, all of her cleavage. That at least kind of makes sense. Right. But also, why did they create a hero that did that? Right. So then immediately girls on Tumblr were like, you could show skin without showing the cleavage part. Yeah, like your <laughs> arm simply. is a lot of stuff. Yeah, your stomach is a lot of stuff. Yeah. Your legs are a lot of stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, so for this one specifically, but probably for the others as well, the author is like, referencing like specific fan art ideas that she's seen that are like this does in fact solve the problem yes <laughs> good job fans anyway i see i know the basics of your quirk but perhaps you could give me more details edna said pulling out a drawing pad from her suitcase yaoriozu explained her quirk edna occasionally made notes on the pad hmm very interesting indeed it is a challenge but not one that we can't overcome edna declared I started sketching something on my way here, based on the basics I knew, and I think I've come up with a solution, or at least the start of one. Come over here, to my side. Come come. Yayorozu hesitantly scooted her chair so that she could look at the drawing pad Miss Mode was holding. Let me guess. Yes. Let me guess. Yes. Fully, completely, fully covered unitard, mm -hmm. all the way down to the ankles, but uh, ex fully exposed back, down to the, like, just above the butt crack. It's like a, it's like a paper doll. Yes. <laughs> it just slaps. So Slapped like, on only the front. Yes. <laughs> no, it is not that. Damn it. <laughs> Great guess. The pad showed two drafts of her costume, one image for the front and the other for the back. We will make the top like a sports bra, where it covers up most of the cleavage so you keep everything in place. That will leave your stomach and most of your back uncovered. Plenty of space for most objects you'll need, yes? Most objects, yes, but I've already needed, needed to create something bigger, Yairozu said, thinking of the insulation sheet she'd made during the USJ incident. That is where the small but genius part of the top comes in, Edna replied, tapping the back image with her eraser. The back of the top, with the white stripe going down the center, will make it a magnetic clasp, so if you need more space, you simply use your upper back and the clasp comes apart. That comes back together when you're done, so there's no need to keep ripping your costume and having to waste energy on repairs. So it's like a... It's like a Oh, like it sick. pops apart so your whole back can be exposed. Yeah. And then it just pops back together. Or like those baby onesies that are, use magnets instead of zippers. Ooh, yeah. Or, uh, well, because I was thinking of, there's like those like bar magnets um, yeah. on like doors almost that you kind of like yeah. apart. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of those <laughs> where you just kind of like hulk out and then hulk back. Done. <laughs> Snap boom, back. Boom. Yeah. 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 That would be wild. Yeah. Much easier. Yes. Yeah. Yorozu looked at the drawing with wide eyes. That, that actually sounds like it'll work. Of course it will work. It will only need some tweaks to get it just right. But even so, there should be no accidentally flashing the cameras. Maybe we cinch up those shoulder straps to help keep things in place. 
Anyway, then we also make your bottoms like exercise shorts. So no more thigh chafing. That was pretty annoying. She's got like basically like bikini briefs because oh. like, again, skin, but like. What are you trying to do? Like pop out a battleship? Well, I'm like, like it's, it's like fine. two inches long. <laughs> like it's not really. Like, I'm looking at my, my thighs right now and I'm like, it's not that different. That was pretty annoying. Yeah, you also admitted. But I was worried it would cover up too much. Edna waved away the concern. We just make them long enough to go past your belt, just enough to be comfortable. A costume shouldn't distract the one wearing it. Then we changed the boots to have flatter soles because no matter what Midnight might have said, heels are not safe during a fight. Correct. Can still be tough and dramatic while being safe. Why does no one understand that? The last comment had Miss Mode rolling her eyes and muttering a bit. Also, we changed your, the shelf on your back to a pouch. Less likely to lose books that way. The shelf on the back to a, I'm not 100% sure what that's referring to, but you know. She's got a bookshelf on her back. I don't know. <laughs> I think there might be a typo. Also, it could just be something I don't understand. Who, who knows? It's much better, wouldn't you say? It sounds great. Thank you so much. Yairozu beamed at her. Ah, it's no trouble, dear. I can't stand to see such things go unaddressed into the real world when it could be taken care of so much easier in the now. That brings to mind another question, though. Your quirk makes it so you can choose which bits... Uh, oh, this is interesting and weird. Your quirk makes it so you can choose which bits of fat in your body get used for your creations, yes? So she like uses her fat to make and skin stuff wait is this some diet culture bullshit yes and no but we'll get into it's it's specific to like the way female heroes are designed which i will talk about more okay to a certain degree why i would suggest actually taking some from your chest and perhaps go down a size or two in your bra (gasps) wild um why not that i'm not open to the suggestion but there is there something wrong i was always under the impression that a certain asset should be kept since they're popular her face got redder and redder, she went on, eventually trailing off, and a hand waved the obvious embarrassment. Oh, yes, I see what you would think that. Too many do. Nothing wrong with your size, dear, aesthetically speaking, but this is about your health and your very future. Having a very heavy chest can lead to back problems down the road. Not something you would yeah. want to deal with as a person, and certainly not as a pro hero. No. She's got very big boobs, and apparently um, she makes stuff out of her own like fat storage, but like could take it out of her boobs to not have big boobs. They're very big. This is a real, like, classically uh, designed female hero shape. Listen, I didn't know that My Hero Deck Academia was going to be so. I don't even know how to describe this. <laughs> like, that's why I like this, because I'm like, okay, at least I know. And I think this is part of just like general fan culture. You don't have to like everything about a show no, to like yeah. the show. You can be like, I like this, but like if I could put Edna Moden here to be like oh, yeah. give him a practical costume. Yeah. This is I would. This is mostly like <laughs> it's it's these sorts of details that make me want to talk to the writer and be like, why? Explain yourself. I think my hero could it's not like old, old. I wanna say it's from maybe like twenty fifteen. Sure. So it's not like for lack of a better word, like a woke show. Yeah. It's like, we're trying to fix all the problems of the past. It's pretty, yeah. pretty standard. It's most like, just like when I hear stuff like that, that I'm like, what a unique feature. But also, I guess if you're like trying to explain like the, the magic of where the quirks come from. Like right. It's like in the same way that like, if you disagree with how magic works in like a fantasy book, yeah. you're not going to have a good time. But it's just like a very initially, my brain is like, like, okay, I see what you were trying to do. You were trying to, like, explain the magic and why there wouldn't be... Well, there it's was almost not like, like a... it feels kind of like, um, especially coming in fic first before I actually yeah. watched the show. And I still haven't really gotten to this character. Uh, yeah. I think maybe she's been introduced, but, like, I haven't seen her costume or, like, know yeah, yeah, yeah. the way it's introduced. But it definitely feels like we wanted the stereotypical, hot, kind of slutty-looking hero. Yeah. Yep. But we gave a reason 
Sure. There's reasons she has to be this way. So it's not bad the way it would be if we gave no reasons. I'm trying it's to. Like, okay, yeah. well, no, that's incorrect. But like, I guess you gave justification for your sexism. Like, chill. Right. It's like, and who knows? Maybe it gets like it's explained further. Like, it, like in my head, it's that maybe it's my bias that's like a, very immediately jumping to like this is some sexist cult, diet no, culture no, bullshit. But like part of because part of well, me is that's like, pro- I, I could again haven't seen this part yet yep. i will maybe report back in a few weeks but i've seen the rest of season one yep but um i assume that is specifically said that like one this is how her quirk works but also like that the fat comes from her like stomach or so you know somewhere sure. that she can look very thin or fit but people see that she has huge boobs still ah uh, externally and they're like yeah i'm sorry why would she not equally take the fat from all parts of her body Doesn't also that sense. does sound like so if your power derives from your fat does that mean you have to take like a couple months off to like regenerate fat yeah you gotta like one would think right honestly what would make more sense is to have like this girl who like keeps radically fluctuating in weight because she's like well i knew i would need fat so i put a lot of fat in my body to like prepare for a battle i was getting ready for this big bad battle yeah and then at the end oh my god and that would be such a cute like i'm getting mushy now where it'd be like a cute love story to be like oh i love her when she's so fat and i love her and i got confused when she was so small but i also love her because like that doesn't actually matter sorry that was loud but (laughs) I have a lot of feelings about culture that we don't have time to get into. So it takes 7,000 years. Anyway. <laughs> Having a very heavy chest can lead to back problems down the road. Not something you would want to deal with as a person and certainly not as a pro hero. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yairozu said thoughtfully. Now that you mention it, I recall my mother having her own reduction on doctor's orders when she got older. Much easier for you since you can do it yourself, yes? Wild. Uh, still, give it some thought. Consult your doctor or nurse or what have you to make sure it's safe. Sound good? Good. Off you go, Miss Model. Aw. <laughs> I know, she's so nice. When the door opened to reveal Yairozu, the class looked at her anxiously. However, she did not instantly retreat to her desk, nor did she complain about the advice she had received. Instead, she smiled brightly as she walked to her seat and started talking to Todoroki right away as she sat down. Edna Mode returned to the classroom just a few minutes after that. She took questions from the class, including Ayoyama's about the breakaway cape. She listened and seemed a little bit open to the idea, but it also got her going about capes again. (laughs) The entire class was shooting Ayoyama looks by the end, either distressed or dirty. When the Q&A was finally done, the class thanked her collectively for coming. Yairosu's voice was one of the loudest as they did so. It's good to hear that the talks from the first years went well, Nedzu said, tea in hand. Edna Mode sat across from him in the otherwise empty teacher's lounge. Yes, it is always an interesting time when I come here. You're looking very sharp as well, Mr. Principal. You are still using keratin, yes? I started recommending it to some other clients. The ones with the mutant-type quirks are especially fond of it. Well, I'm glad to see my advice being appreciated. Can we expect you again this time next year? Of course, darling, Edna said with a wide smile. I can always make time for my most unique clients. I might even have to come back sooner. You know how much I enjoy our visits. As do I, Edna. As do I. The pair clinked their teacups together and then took a long sip. The end. Aww. <laughs> I know. I love, a, I love a fan fiction that like is like, we're all talking about this thing. I'm going to go write a story <laughs> that talks about all the things I keep hearing about. Yeah. <laughs> Just like weave it into the tale. Weave it into the tale. And it's like fun for us because yeah. then we get to talk about these like wider parts of fandom. Like obviously this was also like a very good fan fiction, but it prompted good discussion about female superhero needs. <laughs> Goddamn. God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I, I liked it. And now, and it does make me a little more interested to like, you know, start watching it. So 
Yeah, it's definitely more of um, I don't. I feel like a lot of American hero stories are like the moral qualms of like yeah. putting the people around you in danger, and like this is very much a different conversation <laughs> about yeah. superheroes. I'm like trying to imagine if like the Hulk shot glitter out of his belly button, and I'm like, what? Like, what moral qualm would that... Or if, like, most people were the Hulk, then what would the problems be? Right. (laughs) Versus just, like, the Hulk is the Hulk. Yeah. Because you're right. A lot of American superhero shows are a lot more like, I have a power that can thus make me a menace to society. Mm -hmm. And, like, maybe it's ethically questionable for me to, like, utilize this power. Right. And here... We've made it the majority, and so now the conversation is just totally different. And yeah. that's, at the very least, an interesting look at superhero stories and lore. So, Wild. yeah. All right. So, do you want to reveal next week's yes. tag <laughs> prompt? Next week's prompt is a fast burn. Ah! I actually forgot. <laughs> Life in the fast burn. I'm going to burn it oh, all the night long. Well, not all night long for the first like 30 minutes of the night because it's fast. We can't last all night with a fast burn. It's, go- be like, it's going quickly up in a blaze. I like, really forgot that I was the one who read the fast burn last time because yep. you you gave the prompt to me. And so in my brain, you were you read it. And I think uh, partially it was because we had discussed, we had had a conversation about if there is slow burn, there must be a reverse and thus a fast burn. Right. And so perhaps that's where it gets like tangled. Right. But yes, you brought that. Um, uh, the Naruto di- fic. Yes. Actually, I think yes. I re-listened to that recently. The diner. So it, it's yeah. good. No, it's good. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, so, Well, I'm super curious what you found because I remember my journey was weird. So, yeah. I'm sure my journey will also be strange because that is not a like easy tag. To, no. Like, it's not a tag that exists. You can tag something as anything, obviously. But yeah, yeah it's not one you could go in and be like, AO3, tag, fast yeah. burn. I think you need like a hundred. In the same way you could yeah. slow burn. Or yeah. Anything so, else. Is it a yeah. hundred? Yeah. I think I read somewhere that like, uh, like you can take anything, anything, but like. Uh, but for it to come up under like a list of yes, stuff. It like a to have, show or a. Yes. Because yeah. we ran into that with the Suez Canal stuff is that they <laughs> need to have at least a hundred. I think it's at least a hundred works. And they did. By yeah. the time we did the episode. And it was because everyone was like, we're going to make this. We're, we're going to make this happen. Tag. Yeah. So we are roughly 96 away from having a fine pairings tag. <laughs> Maybe a little bit less because I think we've tagged fine pairings in some of ours. Yeah. Well, that also depends on whether you like our like fine pairings fandom, which there was like oh, Claire shit. at fine pairings and Grace at fine pairings. I think that I, one I've been tagging stuff us. fine pairings parentheses podcast. I don't remember. Because that's what someone else did, and so I jumped on I the... think I did that as well. Oh, okay, yeah. But there's also that fic that is starring you and I yeah. that is like Fine Pairing's fandom. Fandom. Oh, fair. Maybe. Oh, God. Okay. Well, we'll figure it like out. Because it's like characters like Claire, Fine Pairing's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Grace, Which I love. And I was like, this is everything I've dreamed about my want. entire yeah, life. Yeah, so we only need like roughly 95 or 6 more of those. So if you could get on that, that would be great. If you don't want to write a whole fic, you can write us a review, and that would be really nice on Apple Podcasts, or you can give us Five stars on Spotify. And as a thank you, at the end of the season, we will write you a 500 word fan fiction based on 
whatever you would like. If you email us at findbearingspodcast at gmail.com with your request, or if you just want to interact with us, uh, that is a great place to do it. Our other places to interact with us, Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Everything is Find Pairings Podcast, except for Twitter, which is Find Pairings Pod. If you would like more content from us, for $5 a month, you can find us over at patreon.com slash Podcast, where we, for every month, read an additional two Pod, or podcast additional two episodes we make two additional podcasts no <laughs> no there Just are two, one <laughs> there's one um but there are two additional episodes where we read fanfics that are too smutty for our regular feed so do that get on that uh and uh you know fast burn through the week until next week's episode <laughs> until then goodbye goodbye